Hello, my loves. Welcome to Sydney Campbell, the podcast. Um, I am a digital course creator, coach, podcaster, um, focused on helping women get paid to fulfill their life's purpose and follow their intuition. Um, in this podcast, I really love to do interviews with other women that have um, really been expanders for me to share their wisdom with you, um, share their inspiration with you, and also to do solo podcast episodes to share everything that I have learned along the way with you guys that have been beneficial for me, um, as well as continuing to share what I what I learn as I grow, um, because I'm growing all the time. Um, so I'm so, so grateful that you're here. Um, I hope that this podcast serves you, and let's jump in. Welcome back to another beautiful podcast interview with my friend Alexandria. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so, so, so excited to be oh, here. Me too. I'm so excited. So her and I met through Amanda Merritt's uh, business accelerator. That's how we got connected. And that was such a beautiful sacred space. And I feel like I want to interview everybody from that because it was so good. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's kind of how we met and I've just been really obsessed with her and her journey and her tropical life in Florida because that's like where I'm dying to live. Yes, looking at this. <laughs> um, so yeah, I am just really excited that you're here. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about who you are, what you do, where you're from, all that stuff. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. You said it best. That space was so sacred and so powerful. And I'm so grateful to have connected with you and so many other amazing women in that. And um, I live in Tampa, Florida. I am originally from North Carolina, but grateful that sunny, tropical Tampa, Florida is my home. I am a life and mindset coach, and I work with spiritual boss babes and personal personal development lovers who just have a burning desire for more. You know, I am really connecting with women that know that they get to experience all of the divine bliss and magic that's available to them. And they could be somebody that's just beginning their personal development or spiritual journey, or they could be somebody that has been, you know, diving into it for a long time. And my purpose is just to guide them into living from their authentic self and feeling confident as fuck. I hope we can curse on here. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Just feeling confident in everything that they're about and looking in the mirror and really loving who they are. You know, that's really my purpose and my passion. And I do that and guide them uh, into that through one-on-one -on -one coaching, through group coaching programs and masterminds, as well as uh, master classes and workshops. So beautiful. I love it. Um, so why don't you just kind of tell us like from the beginning and a very like hour long. We'll kind of <laughs> yes, miniature, miniature version. I could talk all day about this stuff. So like, I just kind of want to hear. So first of all, my first question is like, how did you um, find yourself getting involved in like the personal growth spirituality space? Sure. Sure. Guide people through. Yeah, absolutely. So I started this journey, my goodness, this is now my seventh year, which is just amazing to think about. Yeah, I uh, moved to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico on a whim, I guess you could say. Basically, I went on vacation and I did not return home. And that was really my first big intuitive guidance that I actually listened to. I, um, I had, you know, most of the, my young adult or my life as a child and young adult life, I struggled with confidence and I struggled with speaking my truth and I was just a people pleaser. And, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that, but it just wasn't the life for me and it wasn't who I wanted to be and what I wanted to represent. And so I, when I was in Cabo, I just felt this connectedness. It was just something so powerful and so special. And I got a job offer and I took it and I didn't take my flight back. I had $233 to my name and a suitcase and that was it. And I just felt it. Yeah, I knew it was right. I knew it was something that I had to lean into. And so, yeah, that really started this journey for me. I was really blessed with some amazing mentors there and um, got introduced at my, the first 
Well, so the first, I guess, personal development book that I read was The Energy Bus by John Gordon. And it was a few months before I went to Cabo. And that kind of changed everything for me. I was in this space of, I'm the driver of my own bus. Like I can't depend on people. I can't make other people make me feel good. Like I have to make myself feel good. I'm in charge of that. And I create my own experience. And that, that kind of struck it for me. And then Cabo was just like, Oh, all the fuel and all of the things to really help me step into my magic. And so um, I just, I really dove all the way in. I got introduced to Eckhart Tolle and Abraham Hicks and Napoleon Hill and uh, just Don Miguel Ruiz, so many different authors and spiritual thought leaders. And um, I started a course with a company called the Brave Thinking Institute. Mary Morrissey uh, is the, the founder and she's pretty well known. She actually was trained with Dr. Wayne Dyer and Les Brown. And so I really started diving into it with her. And from there, I just fell in love and I started doing courses and retreats and events and master classes and certifications and all of the things. And at that point, I was still in my, I was in a sales career. And so it really helped me to appreciate rejection. It really helped me to be able to just take no's and realize that they're not a bad thing. And I don't think that we were taught that growing up. <laughs> so either. <laughs> right? Like, I don't think that, that we, we were taught that that was an acceptable thing and that it was actually something that grew us and that was something that was really good for us. And so being in that sales path really helped me to understand that. And it helped me to just like, you know, water off a duck's back. And like, this isn't, it, it doesn't have to be so heavy and that the next one will come and so i continued in this journey and then my husband and i well i met my now husband when i was in mexico and we lived there together for three years and then we sold everything uh traveled europe for four months yeah it was very beautiful journey um it was pretty amazing actually i really stepped into my power um before we left and i manifested fifty thousand dollars in just four months Wow. to be able to travel. So it was really, really neat. And it was just showing all of these things were happening and it was showing me the power of manifestation and the power of intention and just what we're able to create as spiritual beings having a human experience. And moved back, after we traveled for a little bit, moved back to North Carolina. That's where I'm originally from. And that was our temporary stomping grounds and then moved to Tampa. And in that transition, I um, disconnected a little bit from the woman who was my mentor um, back in Cabo. And we, we you know, kind of caught up here and there every few months, not super often. But I was in a, a sales job here that I just, I didn't love. It didn't feel good. It didn't, I wasn't behind the product. It wasn't, it wasn't me. I knew it. Yeah, I could just, I could just feel it. And I knew that I wanted to, to shift and it was just beyond magical. I, um, you know, of course, meditated on it, prayed on it, journaled it out. Didn't even, didn't even yet speak it to my husband. Just let, let it sit with me. And I was super specific about the things that I wanted. Um, and within 12 hours that following morning, that same previous mentor that I hadn't spoken with in a good bit, a uh, few, well, almost a year, I guess reached out to me and said, you came to me in my meditation this morning. Intuition says we should have a conversation about you coming to work at the Brave Thinking Institute, which is the, the company that I had started it all with in this personal development journey. So it was so full circle. Yeah, super, super powerful. And so I started with them, started coaching with them, and it was a beautiful experience. I'm so forever grateful. And you know, one of our core values there was that we live what we teach. And I've started feeling this disconnect in terms of time freedom. And I knew that I could do this on my own and I felt very called to. Um, how it kind of started is I kept having clients in that company that I was working with saying, well, I, like, I want you to be my coach. Basically, if I give you kind of a miniature rundown, the way it was is that we did the first little part and then we uh, coached her through the beginning and the, the first steps and allowing her to say yes to herself. And then she was sent off to 
Mary or to different coaches and Mary's amazing. But again, there just was these moments where they were like, no, I want you to be my coach. No, I want you to be my coach. No, I want to work with you. And I, this was at the time I was having the pool and I just knew I was like, okay, I'm listening. I hear you. I hear you, God. I hear you universe. I hear you angels. Okay. Show me more. Tell me more. What does this mean? I want to do this thing. And, um, I just leaned in and I went for it. And so I quit that job and started my business. And here we are. I've actually now, this is only my fifth month that I've been going full-time in my business. And um, it's, it's truly sensational to see how quickly it can all unfold when we surrender and when we allow it. I love that. I feel like even, so here's the thing, like I, I grew up, like I live in like, I live in Ohio. So I'm like, what Midwest, I guess you could call it. Yeah. And like I, and I was just having a conversation with a friend. I met her up for coffee today and we were talking and it's a friend from the nursing world. She's like going to travel nurse. And we were talking about like my goals and my business and like how I'm not feeling aligned to nursing anymore and how I'm feeling this pull, like you're saying. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think it's so important to have these conversations and have platforms like this to share this with people. Because like, if you're not, if you're not in a family that is like, mm. quote unquote, like this, or you know what I mean? A spiritual, personal growth type of, or even entre like even entrepreneurial, right? Because if you don't have entrepreneurial parents, like I think it can be challenging um, at times to be like, this is what I want to do. And like, it doesn't look like the norm, but like, this is like what, you know, so I feel like even, and I want to dive deeper into like having you explain like what your manifestation process looks like and like what, you know, have you always surrendered to this stuff or was there like a moment where you were like, okay, like I just need to listen. You know what I mean? Or I guess what kind of, um, how do I, how do you know when it is just for like the listeners, how do you know when it's divinely guided versus mm -hmm. like your ego? Oh, yes. I love that question. That's so, so, so important. And I just want to reiterate what you said about this platform. Like, I'm just so grateful that you do this and that you share and just the, the social media space that we now have, because, you know, it's so true. I did not grow up in a family like that. A lot of people didn't. I think most people didn't. And so, you know, when you have those pools and you have those fear, we have those uh, moments, that guidance, automatically fear comes up yeah, 100%. right and you you are like no 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 this isn't right this isn't this isn't the path that i was taught was the way to be which is all a bunch of bullshit <laughs> and um so for me you know i think that you know this is an ever-growing journey right i i've been on this journey now for seven years and i definitely still have moments where my ego tries to take over <laughs> you know i think that's a constant work in progress um but i think for me personally again i, I think it's different for everybody and everybody's going to have different signs and different ways that it shows up um but for me it really shows up in other people hmm. It shows up in like the way, again, I, I guess you, we could call it signs. I like to call it winks from the universe. Yeah. Um, but it's just the way that other people are communicating, me, communicating with me. Like I'll rewind for a moment here. And when I was really diving into this work, like deeper and deeper and deeper, um, when I was in Cabo, it was, it was like a light switch went off. And every day somebody would say your your energy is just radiant like you're just, how are you so happy or how are you so magnetic or all of these things and i think rewinding it back again and then again you know bringing it back to today too it's it's always a choice you know i think that we all have life yeah. we all have hard days we all have moments and challenges and things that life brings and I think yes it's so important to feel our feelings so I don't want to you know pass over that and again then we have we have that moment of of choosing and listening and knowing that everything is happening for our highest good even if it doesn't look like it or seem like it or feel like it but when we can just lean into that and allow it to be things just unfold. And I think when 
you can just take a moment for yourself and be like, wait, you know, I've made it through all of my bad days already. I've already done it. I know I, I know I'm capable. I know it's possible. It helps you to step into your power. Um, so, you know, I'll say, no, I didn't always surrender. I didn't always lean in. I definitely had moments where I tried to force things or I tried to fight the flow. And in Cabo, for example, I um, was doing really, really well in that sales job. I moved, like I said, I had no money. And I, that year, I won salesperson of the year. I moved into management. I, you know, it was really, really good on paper right? And the success was there. But in my heart, I started feeling that something wasn't right. And this wasn't the thing that I was meant to do. And, you know, speaking it even just to my boss, she's like, you're crazy. Like you're living the dream. Like you're doing what every, everyone wants to do. And again, it was just knowing like, yes, this is great. And there's still something, there's something better still. I know it's available for me and it, I trust that. And um, that's what, you know, really caused us to leave Mexico. And I don't think that if I would have made that choice back then, that I ever would have reconnected and gotten, you know, linked up with the Brave Thinking Institute and wouldn't be here today doing what I'm doing. Like it all, it just all unfolds for a reason. And so I don't think that surrender is always an easy step and an easy choice. Um, I think it definitely is, it's a constant thing. You know, I like to say that reprogramming requires repetition. That's for sure. And so I think as we continue to experience these moments and choose surrender and choose ease and choose flow and allow the guidance to come in. I think that's a, and I, I get, I go off on tangents. So let me know if I go too far, <laughs> but I think a lot of people block it and they don't allow it to come in because they let the fear kick in right away. And they start thinking about the, what might happen or what am I supposed to do? Or what is this person going to say? And they just, oh, they create that block. Yeah. And it's like, they're kinking the hose. Mm. And when the hose is kinked, the water can't flow all the way through. And so, you know, there could be a beautiful opportunity or sign or whatever it may be trying to flow in. But when that block is so strong, it doesn't always land on people. So I think that's where the the surrender is so important in those moments. And, you know, for me, it comes in a place of just like trusting and accepting that everything is happening for our highest good. I love it. I feel like, so here's the thing that I want to just touch on. I feel like how you said with your job, like feeling like, you know, it looked good on paper. It looked how it was supposed to, right? Like this is like, this is what you were aiming for. And I feel like this happens in a lot of people's lives, whether they consider themselves spiritual or not. Like we're all very spiritual beings. That's my, my own personal opinion on it. I agree. I couldn't agree more. Just to note on that, we are all spiritual beings having a human experience. Yeah, hundred percent. And I, I feel like a lot of times, especially if, if you're not, maybe some people have never stepped into this space before in terms of like both personal growth mindset work, but also the spiritual aspect and like leaning in and having faith and having trust in something greater than yourself and all of the beauty that comes with that. I feel like it can be really easy to be like, what's wrong with me? Like I reached all of this quote unquote success and like, now I'm not happy. Am I not grateful? Like what's wrong with me? So if someone were to be feeling that way right now, what advice or guidance would you give to them? Mm, I love that. That's so, so, so powerful. I, you know, I think that it's, it's constantly realizing that we're always evolving. We're always growing and that the things that you wanted three years ago, two years ago, a month ago, may not be the same. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And it's like giving yourself the grace that it's okay for your mind to change. And it's okay for the thing that you thought you always wanted in your whole life, that was the most important thing to shift. And so that's the first thing I would say is just if to somebody is to really just give yourself grace, give yourself grace and sit down and, and 
get out a piece of paper. This is always what I love to do. Maybe have a glass of wine, maybe a cup of tea, whatever your preference is. And just really ask yourself, like, what would I love? Mm. And allow that to just flow in without judgment. Because I think when we, when we really come from this space of openness, sometimes those what would I love flow in and we're like, what the hell? Where did that come from? What is that thing, right? And, but until you recognize it and you're aware that it's something that, you know, is in your heart space, then you probably are sitting in this place of the what's wrong with me, right? And why, why is this not enough? And why is this not making me happy? And, you know, if, if I'm, I'm letting it land here for a moment, sorry. <laughs> I just want to make sure I give the, the most powerful and intuitive guidance here. And yeah, I think it's just, again, give yourself grace and really, lean into the fact that God, divine, universe, source, Buddha, whatever feels good to you is always on your side and always has your back. And if this pool is coming up for a reason, even if you don't trust it yet, trust that they know what they're doing. Trust that it's all unfolding for you and for your growth and to have your happiest, most fulfilled and divine life. Um, I don't know if that answers your question. (laughs) No, I I love it. And I'm always a firm believer of like letting it flow through. And that's why I'm like, I just, I love how intuitive you are. And I feel like it's such a powerful gift that I just like want everyone to experience. experience. And that's the thing is that everyone can, right? I think that people don't realize that like it's within them and they hold the power and it's, to, to me, you know, I think the most profound journey inward and the one that creates the, I don't want to say quickest change because it's different for everybody, yeah. um, but just, just the, the most drastic change is meditation. Mm. Like, just try it, you know? I think people try to meditate and they're like, I'm not doing it right. Nobody's doing it right. That's okay. Like, you know, and it's about continuing to stay in it, even when it feels wonky. And I think as you continue to give yourself that space and you continue to just quiet your monkey mind and just be, that's when the connection starts to happen. And that's when the guidance starts to flow. And I think people will hear that. And sometimes they don't recognize that it actually is divine guidance. And I think this brings me back to, to divine guidance versus ego. So can we touch on that again? Because I know I totally steered away from that earlier. <laughs> I think that ego tries to tell us that, it, and this goes back, I think, again, to what the what's wrong with me, right? I think ego tries to tell us that it's supposed to be a certain way, or we should have had this success by now, or we should be happy with what we've got, or so many different things. And divine guidance it's calm it's peaceful it's when you allow everything else to just kind of shut off for a moment and you give yourself that just that moment because everybody can take that moment no matter how busy chaotic challenging life is everybody can take a moment and just be whether that means to meditate or to sit outside and listen to the birds chirp But when you take that moment to just be and something shows up for you and it feels good, that's divine guidance. And I think that when you allow it to like just sit with you for a moment and you're you're like, hmm, what is this? What is this trying to tell me? And you just go a little bit deeper with it and you go a little bit deeper with it, then it shows up more and it shows up stronger and it shows up greater but it's recognizing it. It's allowing it to, to flow in and sitting with it instead of just ignoring it. I feel like too, and this is just from my own experience with like spirituality and everything. Like I am somebody who found all of this stuff at a very young age. Like I was somebody who struggled with anxiety and depression growing up and like had a little, had a very, actually it's not a little bit, I had a very big spiritual awakening back in 2016 after a car accident where I like, 
nearly almost could have lost my life, but didn't like knock on wood, thank God. But my whole thing was like, yeah, I, uh, it was one of those moments where up until that point, like everything that I was doing in my life, granted, I was young, I was fresh out of high school. Everything that I was doing in my life was for the image or Mm -hmm. for what I thought other people would think of me. Yes. So, and that's something that I want to touch on too. And I remember even after the accident, long story short, like being like, okay, if I get this, like, I was obviously very shaken up by things. It was very traumatic, took some time off of school and off of work and just like, let myself rest. And Mm -hmm. in that time of just like, like you said, the calm and the peace and the going inward, like, I just felt this sense of like, this was like divinely timed this happened for a reason not that and I always every time I ask for guidance I'm like please allow it to be in a way that is graceful and is not going to like please (laughs) gently deliver it to me because it tends to be like hard hits where I'm like okay like I wasn't listening for long enough and now it's like okay wake up like what are you doing I love that I love that you asked for that too oh yeah (laughs) because I'm like please gently (laughs) whatever and um yeah I I just remember being and it, it it's something that I, like, you can't explain it to people unless they are, I say, unless you quote unquote get it. Like my family now knows, like I'm still living at home. My parents know like when I'm like in the morning, that's like my sacred time on my mat. Like do not, please just leave me alone in my space, whatever. And like now my boyfriend knows that, but in the very beginning, and I think this is helpful for anyone who like maybe is new to this space or feels like, like I've had clients tell me like, I don't feel comfortable doing yoga in front of my boyfriend or, you know, meditating in front of so whoever, because it's like an insecurity and all of these things. And I think, again, like there is just, I I feel like there's just so much depth that we can go within ourselves by like doing those two things, at least in my experience, yoga and meditation are the two things that if I'm having a crazy day or if life is like just absolutely so busy that time, like I need to spend more time on my mat so that I can like yes. get back in tune with me. Cause it can be really easy to go off kilter. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and I just am so I'm recently feeling so called to like a slower lifestyle because that's how I know that the divine guidance is going to be able to come through. And it's like, I don't know, this weird sense of just like wanting to be in the flow all the time. I love that. I think that is a hundred percent what people experience when they go deeper. I was actually listening to an Abraham Hicks recording this morning and she was talking about that. She's like, when you actually go into the flow and when you're aligned, when you have the moments that you're not, it feels like it's trauma almost. It feels so profound because you're so used to being in that alignment. And so I think that she she was, I'm going to have to send you the link so you can listen to it too. She's talking about how people get addicted. Like you're, you just get addicted, not in a, in a bad way. I don't want to use that word in a bad way, but how people just get so addicted to having that feeling because it feels so good and because we get to feel like that all the time and we're the people that put ourselves out of it. Yeah. And that goes back even to what you were saying with like people who say, well, I can't meditate because I can't quiet my mind. It's like, well, if you can't quiet your mind, you need to spend more time on your mat. Like that's what I You need to do it more. To like let go of all that stuff. And I feel like it just becomes a new way of being of like, you get to a point where you are so connected to source and the universe and the divine and your higher self or whatever you connect with like that it doesn't matter what anyone else how anyone else is living their life because like you know that like you said like the universe has your back that's one of almost one of my all-time favorite books by Gabby Bernstein like all time like love it we'll read it probably once a year because I love it so much I just feel like yeah that connection is just is so crucial and so important it absolutely is. And I love what you say too, that you, like, if you're not feeling that way, that's the time to do it more. That's the time to lean in. And I think when everybody starts with meditation too, you know, you have maybe one second or two seconds of quiet mind. And then it's like, did I turn the coffee pot off? Is my straightener on? Did I do this? Did I send that email? But then when you bring it back and you quiet it again, and then the thoughts will come again. And I think as uh, I like to think of it as like an infinity symbol, 
And so when you're first starting out, you imagine like you go all the way out, but then you bring it back in the center. Then you go all the way out again and bring it back in the center. And then as you do it more and more, that, that infinity symbol gets smaller and smaller and smaller, and you're able to bring it back quicker. And I think that's the key, you know, no human's perfect. We're human. We're always going to have shit to, to deal with and to grow through. But I think that when you just continue to strive to be your best self and to connect to source, yeah. you, you, it just naturally, it feels good. Yeah. And it, ex, and you expand as a, as a human and as a spiritual being. And so for me too, like I, you talk about yoga and meditation and what's so interesting is that I grew up as a competitive dancer. So I've always stretched my whole life <laughs> and I've meditated now for seven years and I hadn't really done a lot of yoga. I've recently gotten into this beautiful practice and how incredible it is. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's something so, so, so special. And, um, I crave being on my mat. Like I just crave being in that space all the time. And one thing that I want to mention too that I think is so important is that this can be for yogis, this can be for anyone and everyone, is that the how you feel on your mat, you get to feel like that all the time in every moment of every day. And you can create that. It doesn't have to be just in the meditation or just on the mat or just when you're reading or doing the thing. Like this gets to be the way that you live like an embodiment yeah yes and it takes practice right. it takes practice it takes building the muscle just like anything else right. and it, i i grew up a competitive volleyball player so that was my background so i was always in like the very intense like i'm sure dance was the same way intense go like you gotta it's like dedication and blah 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 which was beautiful and serving right right but but then learning i feel like my i'm like recently getting into like Ayurveda and like learning about like the different doshas. I'm halfway through my yoga teacher training right now. So like that's something that I'm, yeah, that I'll be teaching moving forward. And I, I remember the first time that I stepped into a yoga studio, like pre COVID, like literally like, and I don't remember if I was like, I don't remember how long ago this was, but I walked in and I just felt this sense of like, I'm home. Like this just feels so right. And like nothing I've ever been to before. It was the most beautiful just like the diffuser and the empty space and like everyone in just such a good energy and like people all there to better like benefit themselves right and I was like that's when it that's when I fell in love I was like I love going to the yoga studio so much right so yeah I think it's such a beautiful and I love how you said it. it's like practicing it off your mat like doing all of this and having your well and that's why we do our our daily practice right it's like you wake up whether it's yoga, reading, journaling, meditation, like whatever your practice is, like you do that to, to do, I say it's like taking out the trash, doing your energetic cleansing for the day, just like yes. you, wash your teeth, you wash your hair, you take a shower, like get yourself into the space that you want. And then from there is how you manifest the rest of your life. Like that's the whole, yeah, I love it. A thousand percent. I love that so much. And I think people forget that, you know, that people get in this space where they, they really want to build their body or feed their body or nourish their body. And we have to do the same thing for our mind and our spirit. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a all intertwined and it's all connected. And often when one is in a kink, you know, it kinks the other. And so I think it's so important to just continue to nourish all of that. And in, in every day, like you said, it's a daily practice and it's a choice, okay. right? And one thing I will share though, that I, I just feel called to share it now, when I first started this journey um, seven years ago, I, like I said, was in a sales job and it was spirituality, but it was really like personal development, I guess, if that makes sense. Like it was really a lot of mindset work. And I got in this space where, you know, I was doing, I, I was waking up at 3.58 every morning without an alarm clock. It was kind of crazy. And I was really connected and it was great. And there came a point where I started doing it just to do it and I would feel guilty if I didn't do it and that's not serving. And so I think it's so important to remember that like, yes, do all the things and it doesn't have to be the same thing every day, 
super consistent, this routine, like it's, it's simply about connecting to source. So if one day you want to journal and you want to read and you want to meditate, do it. But if there's a day that it doesn't feel in alignment, you don't have to do it all. You don't have to spend an hour on these things. Like you can connect to source in 10 deep breaths. And I just think that that's so important to remember because I remember being in that space where I was new in this journey and I was super connected and I felt so, I felt so empowered and I felt so grateful and I felt so, I felt this longing to just like be better, but it was such a tight grip, if that makes sense. And like and, skip a day, then you're like off track and you have to like catch up and like, yeah. Yes, I, and you, you let that guilt land on you for like what turns into 24 hours or 48 hours or a week because you yeah. didn't do your meditation that like six days ago. And that is just so silly. And so I just, for any, anybody that's listening, I encourage you, you know, on the days that you just want to do one thing, just lean in and trust it. And like, again, always give yourself great grace, excuse me, because guilt doesn't do anything guilt is on a very low energetic frequency and it just pulls in more of those low frequency feelings and then those low frequency experiences yeah I love it I would love if you just kind of explained a little bit deeper like I don't want to say the process of manifestation because that's a whole other episode <laughs> a whole other few hours <laughs> but, but I can give um I can give the basics of maybe it. the basics and like how um, you can, I, I don't want to say integrate it into your life because I know we're manifesting all the time, but how to intentionally manifest what you desire or what has worked best for you or your clients or whatever feels good to you. Yeah, sure. So I'll give us a, a simple formula that I teach all the time. And, um, this has been taught to me by many of my mentors. I know people teach it in different ways. Um, but the formula is, that thoughts create feelings, feelings create actions, and actions create results. Mm. And so I think when people are manifesting, creating, whatever, whatever you want to call it, it's all the same thing. I think that they, when they're not having the results that they would love, they think that they need to change the action. That's where they're so focused is action oriented and they have to change something and change something and change something to produce the result that way they want. When really they got to rewind because all of these things go forth with one another. And if their actions are not bringing in the results that they want, then they need to go back to what's going on in their brain and they need to start with the thoughts. Yeah. And I think that's so important. And I think another uh, and I can, I'll go deeper into this too, but another important thing is that the universe is taking a sum total of our thoughts. Mm -hmm. So if you're feeling like shit for 20 hours of the day and you're complaining and you're miserable and you're just bleh, in a yucky energy and you spend 10 minutes, you know, doing affirmations and, and being so good, you, that's not how it works. Again, the universe takes a sum total. Like this is... This is a choice moment by moment. And yes, again, of course, we're all going to have funky moments and we're all going to have, um, you know, things that happen and take away from our energy sometimes. And again, it's about remembering to come back home and come back to your heart space in those moments and come back to thoughts that serve you because the thoughts are the foundation. They're the basis. And again, thoughts create the feelings, they create the emotions and, you know, energy is, is emotions. It's emotion, it's energy in motion. And so if you're feeling funky, therefore you're doing actions that aren't serving you to get the result that you want. Again, you got to rewind and go back to the thoughts and tune in to thoughts that serve you. And I really think too that when we talk about alignment and embodiment, you know, you can shift through physiology. Like you can shift your frequency by yoga and by movement, by dancing, by turning on a good song and shaking it and just getting in your own energy. And from there, you can shift your thoughts. And so I think it's so important to remember that, yes, this is the formula that I've always used. It's always served me. It's, 
it's the law of attraction, you know, and, and everybody can customize it in their own way, if that makes sense. Like do the things that feel good to you, trust the things that feel good to you. Um, and super important too is speaking. So whether you're writing out your affirmations, whether you're, you know, having a conversation with yourself, whether you're speaking it out loud is speaking from a place of positivity. For example, like instead of saying, I want to lose 10 pounds, you know, it's, you shift that into a positive of, I'm so happy and grateful now that I look in the mirror and I feel like the happiest and healthiest version of myself, right? So, so powerful to use it in a positive statement and then come from an I am, bring it from the present tense. If you're, if you're in this, I want, or I wish, or I get to, or whatever it is, you're, you're getting there to get there, to get there, to get there. And that's what the universe is saying. If you keep saying, I'm ready to, to have this, I want to have this, and the universe is going to radiate that back to you. So you stay in that frequency where you want it, but you're not actually experiencing it. Yeah. And I think that's so important to remember that people sometimes forget and don't include that ingredient um, is to come from the goal, to come from the vision. And that has changed everything for me. And again, you can do that however, you can do that through going on rants, you can do that through visualization, you can do it through journaling, you can do it through movement, there's all different ways, but it's so important to come from the vision. Hmm. I just shared that I did an Instagram live this morning and I was just talking about that. Like I'm reading, um, the book called creating money. It's by, I need to, I need to remember what, the, I don't know what the author is specifically. I can always message you and let you know. Yeah, but, I've read it. Um, and it was taught like the part that I was reading last night was all about exactly what you're saying, like coming from what you desire and specifically with money. Like it's, you know, you don't want the money because you want the money. You want the money because of the feeling or what you, how you want to feel when that money comes into your life. So like feeling secure, feeling peaceful, feeling, you know, alive, feeling a sense of freedom, like those sorts of things. Right. And, and I was reminded yesterday through this book, like the importance of really getting clear on what you think, whatever it is that you're manifesting, like in general, I've always geeked out over this stuff because it's been so powerful in my own life. Like whatever it is that you're manifesting and wanting to call in, like decide, like get clear on what you think this is going to bring you, how you think it's going to make you feel. And instead of waiting for that thing, like you said, the, I want energy, instead of waiting for that thing to come to you before you feel a sense of freedom, a sense of security, a sense of aliveness or whatever peace inner, you know, whatever comes through for you, just depending on what you're manifesting it's how can you start feeling that way now? Or like what things in your past have made you feel a sense of freedom, alive, secure, peaceful, and do those as much as you possibly can. And then in this case, the money will come. Like that's how you get in. And it goes back to like the energetic scale. Like, you know what I mean? That, uh, what is it? The emotional scale, I think is what it, yeah. Like the emotional scale and remembering that the way that we're speaking, and just like the way that we show up. And I love that. And this is even just a reminder for me as well, but like your whole thing with talking about how it, you don't have to have the perfect routine. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have the perfect morning routine where you do everything and in, in those steps every day, like, and really leaning into a more intuitive approach to like, what, what's going to feel good today? Like, what can I do? Maybe it's taking a bath. Maybe it's doing yoga. Maybe it's doing a more higher intensity workout. Like, What's going to feel good to you? Mm -hmm. Because what's going to connect me to source? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that so much. One thing I want to share too, as you mentioned this, I think it's so important as we're talking about coming from the desire. Like I think that there, and I've, I've shared this before multiple times, um, but it's about people think that you have to have the thing first before you're able to do what you want to do and then be that person. And that is backwards. It is the opposite. You have to be first. It's a be, do, have. Yep. Yes. You got to be the person that would do the things to then have it and call it forth. And so it's all about, like you said, alignment. Hmm. It's being the person, you know, it, it's, you ask yourself, okay, you want to be a million dollar business owner. 
How would that person show up in their interactions? How would they be? That's just the simplest question. How would you be? But when you really let it sit with you and let it land, it's so powerful. Oh yeah. Because it's likely a different way. It would, it would, it's likely that you would show up a little bit differently than the way that you're showing up now. If you're not in alignment, if you've already connected with that, then hopefully you're being that. Right. And, and that allows you to call it forth. Yeah. I love it. I, I even feel too. So here's the other thing that I just think is important to touch on. Like, um, if anyone's in a position right now where they're wanting to call something in and you ask yourself, like how you were saying, how do I be that person? How does that person exist and show up? Right. And I actually did this with a client the other day is like, what do you desire? I got really clear on all of her dream life stuff. And then like, what's the gap between how you would show up and how you're showing up now? Because sometimes it's little things. Like for me, I made a whole list of things that made me feel more like freedom is like my word of the year, a very big core value, like in ter- like specifically with career and everything, but in every area of life. And it's just really being shown to me that like, for me to manifest freedom in my career, I got to step into freedom in every area of my life and embody that. Right. Cause like you said, it's energy. What did I forget? Energy what? in motion. Mm-hmm. Emotion is energy in motion. Right. Right. So, I mean, and even with that, like making a list of like being at the beach, traveling, doing yoga, like wrote down everything that makes me feel a sense of freedom. And like that is now going to become a very big part of my day, right? Because that's how we call in. And I love what you said about it's not about the action taking. It's not about like, yes, we have to take action in order for things to happen, inspired action, all of that stuff is important. It's one piece of the puzzle. Absolutely. But to manifest something huge in your life, right? It's like, you got to first see it and visualize it and feel into it and clear all the shit that's telling you you can't have it and exactly. then you can step into that next level. And I think it's an ongoing process of decide what you want, why don't you think you can have it, clear the limiting beliefs, start showing up as that person, right? That's like a, that's like my very form like simplest foundation of like up leveling in life is what yes, I Yes, and it's and so I, true. Yeah. It's so, so, so true. And it's so important. And I, I love what you touch on on freedom. Like I would just want to share this real quick, if that's okay. I just got back from Costa Rica and you know, that was not a planned trip. I'm actually going to Cabo on Sunday now and for two weeks, maybe three. Um, but I felt so guided. I felt so pulled and I, it's hard to explain, to be honest. It really is just like, it. something kept saying like, just go and be. That's all I kept hearing. Just go and be. Just go and be. Just go and be. And something was telling me to be, to, to loosen the reins, to stop worrying about the action and just be, just be and enjoy. And I booked a flight the next day. Amazing. And it was beyond powerful. It was one of the most transformational experiences. And when we talk about business and we talk about money, I have so many clients now in my newest group coaching program, Divine and Aligned, from Costa Rica. I signed two clients while I was there in my one-on-one coaching. And it just is a reminder when you listen, when the pool comes and you listen to it and you don't worry about how, because believe me, there was a part of me that was saying, what the fuck are you doing? How is that possible? You're traveling in just a few weeks. You have clients that you have to see. You have this, you have that. But again, the deeper part of my soul was saying, just go and be. And I listened. And so much has unfolded from that. And so I think it's just such a reminder of living in the freedom right now in this moment in the way that you, in the way that you can. I love, one of my favorite quotes is to take the step that you can take from where you are with what you have. Hmm. And that's all you can ever do is just take the step. But if you don't take the step, you're getting yourself out of alignment with the person that would, right? Because the highest version of you would, she would show up. And so it's just so important to listen to the guidance, take the step that you can. And like you said, it's about bringing the freedom that you would want to experience in that vision, bringing it to now, bringing it to every day, bringing it to every interaction. And that's where the shifts occur. And they're just so powerful. I know. And I feel like too, even this episode for anyone who's been feeling 
maybe fearful or really dreaming of something that they desire, or maybe like if it's in terms of your business or your life or whatever, like maybe you want to go full time in your business. Maybe you want to move somewhere new. Maybe you want to leave a relationship that's no longer serving you to step into a new space, whatever that is. Like I, we just both deeply hope that this, I try not to use the word hope. We both intend for this episode to show you that it doesn't have to be scary. Like it is such a magical experience. And like Alexandria was saying, like to lean into connecting to source and connecting to the universe and your higher self, like you're, you can't fuck it up. Like you're always on the right path. You cannot fuck it up. Just lean in, like it, like love yourself enough to lean into the stuff that feels good and to follow what your soul is desiring. Right. And like, this life is going to be more like even more beautiful and magical than you could ever imagine. And when you get to the other side of the thing that was so scary, you're like, Oh my God, that wasn't that bad. <laughs> Look at me. I'm so powerful. Right, right. And just the doing, like, just go for it. Feel the fear and do it anyway. One of my favorite books. And I love what you said. It's so true. Like when you do it and you just go for it and you trust and you, you, you decide for it when you decide for it life becomes so magical and beautiful mm. and that's what you're meant for like we are meant to have the most magical experience being a human is one in 400 trillion mm. one in 400 trillion like of course the universe wants you to have everything that your heart desires mm. you just let it let let it come be a portal for receiving mm. and things Things start getting pretty damn amazing. <laughs> That's for Thank sure. So much. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you, how they can work with you, all of that fun stuff. Yes, absolutely. So um, my website is www.alexandriachimboliv.com. Chimboliv is C-H-I-M-B-U-L-E-V. I know that's one, a difficult one to spell. On Instagram, it's Alexandria Chimboliv. And I actually have three spots left in my Divine and Aligned group coaching program. And I'm always taking on one-on-one -on -one clients when I feel called to and when I have space. So feel free to reach out with me there. And um, I'm so grateful. Thank you so, so much for having me. We could sit here and talk for hours and hours and hours, I feel like. <laughs> I, I love it. I'll have to have you back on. I love it so much. Thank you so much for joining us. And I will leave everybody for every... I'll leave everybody. I'll leave all of the links below for everyone to check out so that you don't mess up the spelling and you guys, because <laughs> as you can tell, it's just such a, you're just such a light and such an intuitive and it's just such a beautiful, so beautiful to even just be in your energy. So thank you so much. Mm, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me and mm, so much love and light to all of your amazing listeners. I love it.